Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Vodka and Water podcast with your host, Mr. Seasoning, Mr. Antisocial, Jay. And to join us today, the queen of similes, the matriarch of metaphors, forever single, here's Ashley. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. How is lockdown easing treating you? treating me okay i'm not gonna lie i'm very boring i haven't done much but <laughs> i am glad that when i do decide to venture out i actually have options of stuff to do <laughs> it's nice I, it feels like you're not like, limited doesn't it yeah it was it was getting really annoying at least i if i want i can go for a haircut i can get my nails done i could do my eyelashes if i needed to but I, i'm not really into that but <laughs> i have options anyway so that's nice when i do decide to venture out into the mean world yeah absolutely and then uh, going to gym will be nice mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. all them little things there being able to travel so and the sun's out so that's nice on a very sunny on a very sunny Saturday when we're recording this. Don't know what it's going to be like on Tuesday when this drops. But speaking of dropping, what are we dropping bars about today? Today we're going to talk about the nine to five life. What is it all about? Would we recommend and the alternatives to nine to five? We are, we are, we are. So nine to five is basically a typical office job, isn't it? Yeah, it's a your typical working day. Yeah, which is you start at nine, you finish at five, you go home. Mm-hmm. And things have obviously changed quite a bit with COVID, mm-hmm. um, having an impact on that not being as tedious, potentially with the commute, etc., but what do you think? What do you think of the nine to five? Um, when we mean nine to five, sorry, just to clarify. We mean nine a.m. in the morning to five p.m. in the evening, just to clarify. So, a nine to five. Um, I think it's quite useful. I feel like it's one of those things that you have to try and get experience of. Not necessarily a nine a.m. to five a.m. job because most jobs are half eight till five half eight no nine thirty till six but I think it's an essential part of life like you learn so much from a nine to five job what do you think yeah I think so when I look back at it going from uni where you did whatever the fuck you wanted to do whenever you wanted to do it without a set routine apart from actually going to lectures if you went to lectures um to working nine to five was a real tough adjustment because I used to be nocturnal at uni, like I would sleep during the day and work throughout the night. Mm-hmm. So I found it very weird to adjust to going to sleep at a reasonable hour, getting up at a reasonable hour. Mm-hmm. So that was very hard for me. I don't know if you felt the same. Um, no, not really, because I probably adjusted. I probably worked a nine to five way from before. Yeah, you were as it- bad as me. Huh? You weren't as bad as me at uni. No, I wasn't. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like, it is one of those things that you have to adjust for, like, like currently, I do a completely different nine-to-five shift, and it works for me, but I know many people can't do what I do time-wise. You just got to find a job that you think, right, can I realistically go to bed at the same time every day and wake up at the same time every day? 
Yeah, it, it's getting used to the mundaneness of it as well, because mm. yes, as much as you love your job, right, and the whole bullshit expression of if you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life, like, that's still bullshit to some degree, because you don't wake up every day and go, oh my God, this is amazing. You wake up some days, you'd be like, I can't be asked," and that's natural, that happens, Literally. it's the truth. Like, even if you do whatever you love, you ain't going to wake up every day going, ah, this is amazing. You will feel like, uh. So I think it teaches you routine, which I mm -hmm. think is important, especially if you've just left uni or kind mm -hmm. of finding your feet. And the other good thing from my ex perspective is mm -hmm. stability, because you yeah. know you've got to be there at a certain time, so you plan your life around that. So mm -hmm. when you get home, start cooking or go gym, do something and you have set times in which to do stuff. And I think, and I know this is my favorite word. I ain't said it for a few weeks on the podcast because um, we've been talking about heavy topics, uh, but routine, it gives you routine. It gives you structure to achieve stuff. So if you are on a journey of losing weight or you're studying after work, it gives you the stability of, right, I got an hour or two that I can spend every night to focus on whatever you're doing. And it helps you progress mm. in mm. your journey. That's one way to look at it. Yeah, very true. And another good way to look at it is that you need income mm. in this life, unfortunately, to get ahead to a certain extent, you have to work. And you got to remember, sometimes you need to work a nine to five job to fund your dreams or hobbies because if I didn't have a nine-to-five job how would I pay for my gym membership how would I pay for my Netflix how would I pay for my food mm. in the house so you got to remember some some nine-to-five jobs just help you keep up keep up with your day-to-day -day running of life and it can also fund your dreams so sometimes you need to be in the nine-to-five job to be like okay this is what I want to do outside of work. Let me work on this and let me see if this can be made a reality. And do you know what it also teaches, right? And I think mm. just tagging on to that, it teaches you how hard it is to earn that money. So whatever you're on, if you think about it in a day job and then mm. compare that to entrepreneurship, it's hard work to mm. earn your salary as an entrepreneur yeah very you know what i mean like uh, like let's say i don't know let's give a basic a basic example uh 19k if you're on that it's a lot easier to earn that in an entry-level job as compared to being an entrepreneur if you gotta graft it in certain industries mm. right it can be so i think it teaches you the value of money yeah definitely the value of money and um I think it's just it's just an appreciation of life because you gotta remember this. We don't want to be so negative, but there are people who are literally begging for a job. Mm. And yeah, you might not like the job you're in, but you can at least say I wake up and I go to work. Yeah, you want to probably smash your head your manager's head in, but <laughs> at least got a job that you can go to. There's many people, unfortunately, in this life that don't have jobs to go to, and they would love to get the stability, the routine the meet, meeting people, talking to people. So, yeah. And just for the record, we do not promote smashing your manager's head in. Yeah, <laughs> as, much, as much as you might feel like it, 
literally. Uh, anyway, you can't because you're on Zoom, so you can't really do that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you just shut the laptop down and flip the table and walk off. Literally. But then you've got to pick it up because you're at home. Yeah, literally, and it's, it's work's equipment and you don't want to pay for a replacement. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll dock it out your salary. But no, I think it teaches you a lot of things um, and it gives you the option to, with that routine and with that income and with the experience that you learn, it gives you the opportunity to decide what you want to do. So if you are working and you're saving up and you're thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, running your own business, whatever, mm. you can work on something in the background. It's not easy. Don't get me wrong. But it's mm. a lot of time, nine to five. Um, mm. And it can be draining depending on what your job is. But you're still given that opportunity to s- spend time in doing stuff that you want to do. Because mm. being an entrepreneur you are working all hours of the day because you might just be on your ones and you've got to try and make it work. Whereas in a company, in an organization, you are one of a number of people who are playing their part to make the whole machine, which is the company work and make that machine tick along. Um, So there's less pressure on you so you can afford to do nine to five but it it gives you that setup platform it gives you the time to save money to come up with ideas test stuff if you want to do that so I think it's a real good thing to do and you know there's always that negative connotation of nine to five it being trapping whatever whatever and yeah you could look at it that way but in reality there's a lot of benefits to it because entrepreneurship can be very lonely Mm, it can and you know what yeah you got to remember, not everybody in this life aspires for the same thing. Mm. Some people literally want to go to work, have a comfortable job, make a certain amount of money each month and come home. Not every day, entrepreneur, you're, you're, you're funding someone else's dreams and not your own uh, and all this jazz. And it's like, can you even spell it? <laughs> can you even No. You're there saying, oh, this is what it is you have a job not a career you need to have a career and not a job but you work in a call center <laughs> how does how does that work is that your career yeah selling Jesus washing machines no. yeah? <laughs> selling washing. yeah okay <laughs> like just don't and then the day like i said people don't aspire to the same like some people just aspire to work their way up in a company and being a nine to five consistently, but potentially doing different jobs. Some people just want to do the same job all their, all their adult life. Some people want to start their own business and work for themselves. And you can't knock people's hustle. At the end of the day, everybody is trying to hustle to make a better life than their mum and dad had. So yeah, just let people carry on doing what they're doing is what it is. I don't know why people get so pressed about this entrepreneurship life. And you're there watching YouTube videos about entrepreneurship, but you can't even apply it to your day-to-day life. You don't even have this nine-to-five life that you need to drop. Do you even have capital to fund your own business? Do, can you even register it on the on own company's house? Okay. <laughs> There's that. And do you know what I think it, the nine-to-five teaches you? It teaches you the skills you need to make it a success so -hmm. when you start off and you get experience well the the more experience you have the better you're going to be the more successful you are going to be at doing what you want to do whether it's continuing in your job or setting up your own company and being an entrepreneur so 
I think having that nine to five teaches you the skills that you might not have as an entrepreneur, because sometimes you're working alone, whereas nine to five, you're working with people and some people might be really experienced or not just that, but some people might have skills in something that you need to work on or develop or can pick up Mm. on, which I think is key, because that's one other thing. And I've read quite a lot about, you know, the next generation all wanting to be entrepreneurs, but all being lonely Um, And it doesn't just have to be a soul journey. You know, you need other people to learn off of. You need other people to bounce ideas off of and work together and achieve something together. Trying to do everything on your ones is hard. Yeah, it's possible, but you might be working all day, every day, all night, every night, and you're barely getting by with about 20K from your hustle as an entrepreneur. You don't have Mm. to go at it alone. It's always about look at your skill set, look at what you can outsource, look at Mm -hmm. who else you can bring in and Mm -hmm. what skills that they've got. And I think the 95 teaches you some of those skills for sure. For sure. And another thing that a 95 teaches you is about connections. Mm. Definitely. That's a big thing about 95 because say, for example, I decided that I wanted to start my own business and I needed, I don't know, someone to print me flyers. And I remember the IT guy at work, the IT guy at work could put me in touch with one of his friends who print flyers, connections there. But if I didn't have that nine to five job, I would probably be on Fiverr or online search for people who have a, have a skill set, paying loads of money. But if I was a connection from building a nine to five, it will save me a lot of time and stress. And this is why it's key when you're in a nine to five, you have to be nice to your colleagues and your employers because you never know when you might need those people again or they might be relevant to you or you might be relevant to them so you've always got to be nice to people as well connections is a major thing not even in just nine to five just day-to-day life yeah no I agree I agree having those connections networking is very very important um Mm -hmm. because it will set you up for the future so I think it teaches you a lot and then kind of swerving it a little bit here. So I think you, and this is from my own experience, you start off in a nine to five in your job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You then progress, you progress, you know, your career goes, you climb the ladder, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then your nine to five switches at a certain mm-hmm. point to being beyond a nine to five. Mm-hmm. So then it might end up being like an eight to six. Then it might end up being like whatever hours you can work to fit around and do the work that you've got to do. And your job description still says 37 and a half hours a week, Monday yeah. to Friday, nine to five. So I think yeah. there comes a point where that does happen. And I think that's where... I can see people trying to knock the nine to five where mm. you're grafting that much. And if you, in theory, you graft that much for yourself, you could make that money, but it's not that easy all the time. It's not that easy all the time. Sometimes you, it, it is, and sometimes you could probably make more, uh, but yeah, it's not every time. So I think it switches at a certain point. Very true. And it's not, Another thing is that um, nothing is easy. We're not saying a nine to five is easier than entrepreneurship. We're not saying entrepreneurship is easier than a nine to five. Um, 
at the end of the day, you've got to do what's best for you. But no matter what you do, you need to think of A, the long-term goal as well as the short-term goal. And B, um, what anything you do, you need to think to yourself, what experience am I getting? What am I learning? And is this serving me financially? Those are the three things you need to think about in anything in life that you do. If they're not, if you're getting no to all those questions, you need to step. And I can imagine this is why a lot of people our age or the generation below us would probably change jobs more Mm. because they're thinking this job's not serving me anymore. Like I'm not learning anything. The money's not okay and other things. But you got to remember just because you go to a better paid job doesn't mean the environment or the actual job is going to be better. Sometimes higher paying jobs requires more work. So you've got to have that in consideration as well if you're looking for higher paid jobs yeah no I, I yeah i agree and i think it's the culture and environment as well of a of said job that has mm-hmm. a massive impact because it ain't all about money all the time um your motivators will change from time to time depending on the environment so if you got a shit boss you ain't going to be there looking at the money you're going to be looking at a better environment where you can yeah. reset and focus on money. So it changes, but it ties in with, did you uh, read that thing about Goldman Sachs and their analysts like working like 72 hours a week, even though their contract probably said like 72 and a half hours a week. And they're mm. like, their CEO, the, the head bitch in charge, I don't know, whatever mm. the job title was, was like, yeah, we understand, but you know, go the extra mile. Like fam, they're doing 72 hours a week and you want them to go an extra mile. What do you want to do? Put them in a grave? Yeah. Their first year analyst, like, is mental. Um, but you have those situations, and I totally understand in those scenarios, it switches from being a 95. And I think it's about that balance. It's about finding, about protecting yourself. Because yeah. there's always work to be done. There will always be work to be done. You need to find a way to switch off. You need to find a way to balance it and recharge yourself because working harder and keep going at it isn't going to be the solution because you are going to end up with health issues, mental health issues, physical health issues, sacrifices that you're making that you're never going to get back when it's your health, whether it's time spent with family, etc. So you need to have a look at drawing the line and finding that balance. But I think it's an interesting one. I've experienced the nine to five, not entrepreneurship, but would I like a shot at it? Probably, but probably mm. in the future. Mm-hmm. What do you, what about you? Um, oh, what, one thing I wanted to say was mm. working harder doesn't necessarily mean you're working smarter. Yeah. A lot of people love to say, I'm working so hard. And But why are you answering emails at 10 o'clock at night? That's not working smart. And you're just the entry level guy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got to think to yourself, how can I work smarter to achieve my goals? And I can do my nine to five and my five to nine. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Um, I think the traditional nine to five will definitely change due to COVID. I think there's going to be more flexi working coming up. And I think businesses have to introduce flexi working. Either can't not yeah, but they've got no excuse now because before the bullshit excuse exactly. money and listen now everyone's got laptops you ain't got no excuse mm-hmm. to not have the people have, have no wi-fi <laughs> yeah well yeah okay well that's another issue but um 
you, they have to offer flexible working now you can't use that as an excuse and, it, and this is the one thing that annoys me if you cannot trust your employees to work from home why are you hiring that employee you mm-hmm. should trust them if you have hired them if you do not trust them do not mm-hmm. hire them it is i can't put that any simpler it's just it's mad it's mad no, measure sure. performance so i think that's going to be a key thing and i think we could go into this for ages but i think the other thing that it opens up is a door to people who wouldn't been able to work before so people who have disabilities for example i think this is a huge opportunity for some people who um might not be able to travel on a nine mm. to five every day but now because you were able to work flexibly from home mm-hmm. that opens a door for them so i think it's is is big man things is flexible working um and it being implemented kind of permanently so it'll be exciting but ain't it weird it took a pandemic all these people who um were kind of chief technology officers and all these people that were forward thinking but it all only took well only took it all took a pandemic for change yeah. to happen and not kind of any intervention from companies from the government but a pandemic Mad. very true it's very true but flexible working like um if we do when you when we do go eventually back to the office and stuff make sure if you if you prefer flexible working or that's what you want to do demand your employer <clears throat> to give you that option because let's be real now you can probably find another job that can give you that option that is very similar to what you do now mm. so definitely demand that if you prefer flexible working and yeah just don't knock the nine to five hustle me and jay have got where we are today by doing nine to fives yeah absolutely would you consider entrepreneurship i'm not quite sure actually i feel like when you do a business degree I feel like it's kind of like you should. Mm. But I'm not quite sure. Like there are a few things that I see and I'm like, damn, why did I think of that? <laughs> Some simple things you're like, ah, this is the solution to my problem. Why have I never thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to go on Dragon's Den and sort myself out. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've not really, I think I've thought about one or two ideas, but I don't know pre-pandemic if I would properly get into it. But never say never. What about you? Yeah, like I said, I think I'd consider it. And and by entrepreneurship, I think there's different definitions, isn't it? There's like, mm-hmm. you can do so many different things, but I'm thinking like owning a company and having that as income as my definition of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd maybe consider it in the future, but right now I'm, I'm more than happy with where things are at personally. Mm-hmm. So... Good for you. Um, but maybe in the future, who knows, one day. I think you've got to find what you want to do. That You've got to find your niche, something that you're passionate about, something that you've got an idea about, and also mm-hmm. be able to execute it. Because, listen, every man and his dog has got a million and one ideas, but how many of them are actually, and I'm making up a word here probably, executable, right? How many can you actually deliver on? And how mm-hmm. many can you actually make work? Because that is where so many ideas fail is actually delivering them i know is your delivery amazon prime or is it <laughs> or is it amazon um 10 to 15 days because it's not from ex- executable is a word 
Is it? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, nah, uh, entrepreneurship isn't Amazon Prime. <laughs> no, because if it is, then if it is, then everybody would have had it. But then again, not everybody's idea would make it, and that's the thing. If and mm. that's the thing, like even with nine to fives, you have to go through a couple of nine to fives to find the area that you like, or the company that you like, or the niche that you're in. And that's mm. like entrepreneurship. Sometimes you have to go through one or two failed products or services in order to find your niche. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I would say consider both, um, and don't knock each each one each has got its own benefits and each mm-hmm. has got its own drawbacks and i would say mm-hmm. try each one just mm-hmm. because you're doing one don't knock the other exactly. um and everyone's kind of working to their own thing but let us know your thoughts on entrepreneurship versus nine to five and yeah, are you going to tell the people where they can hear us and follow us yes um just a quick one. Do you have any Netflix recommendations this week? Or Ooh. any TV recommendations? Oh, oh, nice swerve. Um, yeah. First of all, if you're not lit watching Line of Duty, oh. like, actually log out. Like, log out of this podcast now. Log <laughs> out, watch it, and come back and listen to this episode again. You need imperative. Line yeah? of Duty. Oh, you my God. You need to watch Line of Duty because that is just I, it's just fire. I'm Up watching it thing. every week. Like every National week. Tier huh? I'd recommend, while Jay's looking, I recommend First Date Hotel. That is a dating program in Italy where people go for a first date in a restaurant in Italy. And as Jay mentions on every episode, I am still single. So watching that series reminds me that I'm still single. However, it is nice to see people meeting and potentially meeting the loves of their lives or people just moving on and dating. Because I think a lot of us put pressure on this dating thing that like we date to marry or we date to find Bay. And sometimes it's just nice to date and meet different people and have different type of conversations. Like not everything that you have to do in life when it comes to the opposite sex or the same sex needs to be romantic sometimes it's just vibes mm, no fair point um i watched everest on netflix and as you could imagine it's about climbing mount everest and the disaster that happened so i think that there was these bunch of explorers they got to the top mm-hmm. but like they didn't listen to the rules or some shit or didn't come down when they were meant to come down then weather closed in on them and they were trapped up there and one made it back. I was like, this is mad. So that was really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, And I watched uh, Blackfish. Don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen that about dolphins Mm -hmm. in captivity at SeaWorld. It's so disturbing. So these animals, bear in mind, they travel hundreds of thousands of miles in an open ocean, are locked in a tiny little pool at fucking SeaWorld and just Mm -hmm. doing tricks. And they're just you can just tell that they're depressed. They're like mm. biting on stuff, smacking their heads into stuff. Mm. It's just the prime example of human greed and human um, selfishness and not considering a very, very, very intelligent animals, um, social structures, their well-being. Like if you've got a goldfish that's got a memory of 15 seconds in a pond, or in a little bowl, I could get that because actually they're not that stimulated. This is a whole orca whale. This is a killer mm. whale 
Like, mm. it has a complex family structure. It pissed me off. Mm. But that was a show that I watched. What you got? That's it. Just First Dates Hotel. I don't really watch Netflix too often, to be fair. So I probably shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> anyway, you can follow us on Instagram using the handle at a vodka and water pod. You can follow us on Twitter, B-A-W podcast. You can send us the email at, the email is vodka and water pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, like, comment, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, listen to last week's episode, episode 35, which is called April 12th and RIPs, where we talk about the unfortunate deaths of Prince Philip, Richard Okogore, um, and DMX, as well as what me and Jay were looking forward to to April, from April 12th onwards, as lockdown is easing in the UK. And I can confirm what me and Jay are probably looking forward to. We haven't done anything as of yet. <laughs> Nada. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Apart <laughs> from stay home and sleep. Mm-hmm. Not enough. Mm-hmm. Very true. Give it a listen. Um, and until next week, we are logging out. You gotta log in to log out. Bye everyone. And remember to season your food. <laughs> <laughs>